Yes, guys. Welcome to another Rezzy's podcast with Checkman Will Taylor, <laughs> the Schradenator, and today a very special guest, Kater McDonald. Clap it up, clap it up. I'm clapping myself. I don't know whether that's <laughs> frowned upon, but um, nah, thanks for having me, lads. Never. The CEO, the founding father, the father of content. I'm trying to think what other nicknames people have called him. Uh, Mr. McDonald. Yeah, Mr. McDonald. Has been. <laughs> gets thrown around sometimes. <laughs> but the, uh, the the number one, recently rated number three or four, <laughs> <laughs> AFL YouTube creator, the OG, probably one of the longest standing in the game of AFL content creation, Kater McDonald. You're joining us on the Resis today. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, lads. Uh, long time listener, first time. Well, actually, I was a half guest during grand final week but it's good to be in the big chair and um really soak it up bit of me 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 time so i can't yes. wait a bit of bit of the limelight just <laughs> right on the head would not be afraid to take a lot of me time because <laughs> myself shrey will our, our job sometimes is we're a little bit flat mm. we're the resis we've, we've brought in the professionals for this podcast so hopefully we, it's a good pod the more you speak the better it's going to go we've also had enough of the three the three of us the three of us mm. so let, yeah, let's just take a little bit of the, the me 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 time away from Mr. Shrey <laughs> over there and his 10k Instagram followers there yeah, seems to be <laughs> he's celebrating he's, he's sitting cel- behind the desk because we've, we've, we've subbed him out because he hasn't done his lap of the tan yet so He's producing. Producer well, Shrey. I've had two iced lattes and it's like bubbling under the surface. So if I just keep rattling off words, just pull me up. Grab the handbrake and pull me up. So we'll start a little bit with Kate McDonald. I mean, hopefully the people listening to this show are all your fans and uh, and know who you are. But who is Kate McDonald? Because he's an AFL YouTuber for me. And mm. what what do you think? What, what, do you ever get people ask you that question? Who is Kate McDonald? Yeah, a lot of mothers, when a son will come up in a supermarket and go, can I get a photo? The mum always goes, I don't know who you are, <laughs> which is always not. I don't know why they need to say that, but um, yeah. I appreciate the feedback and the honesty. Um, who is Cade MacDonald? Uh, look, yeah, I, I guess a, a content creator at my core. Like, I, I really love just making videos. So probably uh, a digital, an Australian digital content creator who loves his footy is probably... If you type some of those words into YouTube, I might pop up, which, which is handy. <laughs> so the prime, um, the prime source being YouTube here. Yes. Which, well, we make TikTok, Instagram, but we've got the YouTube. Oh, we're getting to got the level. Firing. Yeah, we're getting to the level. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah, well, there wasn't TikToks and uh, Instagrams back. Well, there was Instagram back in the day when I started. It was, when um, did you start? When was the, the start date? Because I only, I don't know. I, I, know when, I don't know when I came across you, but the actual start date of your YouTube channel. Like, when oh, did I'm, that kick I'm off? I'm going to test you here, I reckon. You might know. Because he might have deleted some videos because I know a lot of early day <laughs> content creators, especially going back through YouTube days, started when they were like 12, 14, mm. and then they get to 18 and they think their 12, 14 videos are cringe, so they delete a lot off the channel. So have you deleted any of these original videos? Or Yeah, I deleted heaps from like back in the day. So I think my channel, like, I think I made the... The login, it says 2009, and I, I guess that's when I made like a YouTube login He's good. to watch YouTube, but I didn't create then. Um, and then my first video would have been 2015, like I started doing community radio and I made like fake interviews with Miley Cyrus and Harry Styles and I put them on SoundCloud and YouTube and, and that, like the Harry Styles one started to take off because like, One Directioners would search anything One Direction. And they just started rinsing me like, this isn't real. Harry wouldn't say this. And I'm like, it's obviously not real. Like, he hasn't come on 94.7 The Pulse, community <laughs> radio to chat. To, like, what are we talking about here? Um, but then it was 2016. So I finished my radio course. All I wanted to be was Hamish and Andy. Um, and at 20 slash 21, 
I felt like I was ready to take over their shoes and um, a lot of radio stations in Australia said, you've got no experience. Your resume just doesn't stack up with, <laughs> with other prospects. And um, I couldn't quite land a gig. So even though I wanted to knock down the doors met, like in the metro area, like in any city, um, I was so happy to go to Ballarat FM or Bendigo or just anywhere in Australia to, to do radio. And I was applying for gigs everywhere and I couldn't get in anywhere. So I started having a bit of a sook to my radio lecturer, like bit woe is me the world's against me i can't quite crack in it's not my fault and um he just whacked me between the eyes he said look um it's it's 2016 there's no reason why you can't have a podcast or a youtube channel there's really no excuse for you radio being a bit of a dying art form and podcast on the app so yeah and he was saying like there's, there's just no excuse to be this passive with it like you can really go out and grab it in this day and age so um in 2016, I started making YouTube videos consistently and they were weird as, like I, I had a $99 webcam. Um, anytime I filmed, I needed the laptop and the webcam. So if I did like a goal kicking challenge early days, I think I did a couple of crossbar challenges to try and be like the sidemen. I'd have like a laptop on like a chair in the middle of the footy field, just, just trying to film because <laughs> that's all I had. Um, you know, this day and age, everyone has phones that are so much better than the, the software and stuff that I had back then. I'm talking as if it, you know, I started in the 1920s. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> color, like dinosaur, <laughs> color dinosaurs on the street. It's all black and white. It's pixelated. <laughs> so I think I was, it was a couple of months yeah, ago. When the invention of color TV kicked in, that's when your career really started to fly yeah, off. That's yeah. when I really, uh, yeah, went from strength to strength. But um, yeah, so it was 2016. It was weird, cringy skits. But I think at the core of them, like if you, if you stripped away the bad editing and the terrible software and um, the horrible camera work, I think there was like some core humor that people could start to relate to um and then in 2016 i started making the songs like the the footy songs and that's when um people started to hop on board what was your first video that blew up on youtube channel was it the songs or was there a video where like what was the first time you were like wowed by your videos like stats or whatever like yeah obviously in comparison now like looking back you might have like a massive video or whatever but like the first time you were like wow i'm like gonna get attention or this is gonna go well or like the, yeah. the numbers sort of blew your mind. Uh, well, it's it's they're not mind blowing numbers, but um, I was getting like fifty plays every video, and um, a lot of people in and around Geelong where I grew up, and you know the cool kids from school were tuning in, and I'd go to twenty first parties, and they were so encouraging, like people that I would have thought you know would be negative before trying YouTube were really getting around me, like they were saying, oh, "Yeah, mate, we're chucking these on at praise. We're getting blind on a on a Sunday night, uni night." Um, keep it up so that really fueled me early and then it was like it was like a skit about pizza shapes changing their flavors um, a lot of people that I knew started sharing that on you uh, on Facebook like my link to Facebook and I'd scroll through it I didn't ask for it and I'd I'd see people that I knew sharing the link and it was me compa- like tasting the new flavor of pizza shapes when they first changed and there was so much drama around that and they were terrible like pizza shapes were one of my favorite snacks and they were terrible, um, the new and improved version. So I went through and just took the piss out of them. And I think that video got like two, three, four thousand plays, but I'd only been getting 50 at the time. So to see it sort of get a little bit of momentum on Facebook and, and slowly um, chip away on YouTube was so exciting. But the one that probably went to the next level was um, I did a video about Hawthorne getting free kicks in 2016, and it was two Mike Posner's. Uh, I, I took a pill with a VG or whatever yeah, that yeah. song is. It, it was to that song. Um, and that that hit like 
AFL Instagram, like AFL memes shared it. Like I remember getting home one day and I had all these little kids with like Hawthorne and footy in their bios follow me. And it was like, it was like 12 in the space of two or three days, but it was really odd. It was like, oh, this is really weird. Like I wonder why this is happening. And I found out that like AFL memes and AFL, you know, updates or whatever had taken the video from YouTube, put it on Insta. And it started to blow up on Insta. It had like 15,000 plays on Instagram, but I'd, I'd never had that before. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I don't care if it's getting 15 plays on some bloke's Insta. At least people are seeing people it. People are seeing your content. And that's when... Um, is that when the parody started or had you done a couple at that point? Nah, that was that was the first like the first one that I did. And then in the space of like two months in 2016, I made like four or five parodies just because, I don't know, it was like everything that I was trying to do in radio, like humour footy we found a niche you um, found something that worked so yeah. it's like Will with his plane videos lately they're working they're doing they're doing more than working a couple more flights booked in and yeah. myself and Trey with the Div 12 resis it worked so we reinvest you know you know that yeah. content's working so you're just gonna you bleed it dry really but you know you know that yeah. that's what people want so you keep yeah. running with it but yeah how many parries do you reckon did it all up uh, well in 2016 probably <clears throat> like four or five that year and then the next year, probably like another three or four. And then um, it got to a point where I, I didn't want to be the parody guy. And so I was like, anytime, anytime I'd get close to being pigeonholed, even though like I am pigeonholed within AFL, but anytime I get pigeonholed to one thing, I tried to move to another. So um, I've obviously done more music past 2017, 2018, and obviously still did it, but I did it less frequently and tried to do more the goal kicking challenges and then when they started to take off I tried to add like a string to my bow by doing my own podcast on my own channel when they started to go okay I, I did gaming so um, for me I like to yeah just do I like to add strings to my bow and, and I think yeah shifting away from the songs was like um, a, a big part of that but I still like doing them are you going to recycle any of those because like, you said like you had the, the skits and then you did the parodies. You've got like goal kicking challenges, the game day vlogs, which are sort of like, mm. and you, they run their course. Yeah. Is there a plan to like recycle or just keep reinventing? It's like, because I, we, I, we put some questions out there to the listeners and they all fired back in. And a lot of them were talking about, firstly, parodies, wherever the parody's <laughs> gone, when are the parodies returning? There was a lot of yeah. questions about that. And then it was about the game day vlogs because you've announced that you might be stopping them or cutting back on them yep. and it was like when will they come back do you have a thing that demand for like past content will ever make you recycle those skits or those that, those topics yeah, or those yeah. general video areas or are you just going to keep reinventing is it like yeah because you've been there done that you've done your parodies maybe it's more exciting to do something new yeah it's a good question um yeah the songs one song one's like really interesting it's like I found them a little bit corny in a way and maybe it's because it was like some of the first content that I did so like anyone anyone who is creative even if you're a band you're going to listen back to your first few songs and go oh why'd I do that so I, I do listen to some of the first few songs that I did sort of go oh I don't know if I want to be remembered for like Justin Bieber pop song AFL parodies even though I think there is humour in them and I'm proud of the humour that's in them um uh, to counteract that point like I feel like I could do them 50 times better now I, I think the thing that irked me about making them over and over was I'd put so much more effort in I'd, I'd work on the vocals I'd, I'd work with like a musician who could help put the music together and it sounded and looked and came across 10 times better than 
the work that I'd do previously and the top three comments at the time were this isn't as good as 2016 and I'd get that a lot and I started comparing my stuff to the old stuff but I was putting in like three more weeks of effort I was fine-tuning like the the jokes in there I was like the camera work was 10 times better but every comment was just like this isn't as good as the yeah, past it's like I with making music and stuff though like sometimes you the, the like longer I did it the more I like would focus in on like um, production quality yeah and, like the rawness um, is- and I see it with a lot of artists is they burst on the scene with like a um, a number one hit they'll hit their first number one hit and it's real catchy the vocals are real catchy the melodies usually really really catchy and it's something fresh mm. and then they want to take the number two here and this is why we get a lot of like one hit wonders and they try like amp up like how clean it is how much better the vocalist is or how many more instruments they can fit in or something and they don't worry about like the melody and like one of the artists growing up was like Will Sparks I used to follow a heap and he used to write like the most craziest of melodies and that's why I think everyone was like following at the time because it was just like Mm. crazy crazy like melody work and then obviously got famous started touring and sees other DJs gets a bit of imposter syndrome doesn't worry about the melodies anymore and starts just drumming out what everyone else is drumming out and trying to like get at the level that everyone else is at Mm. so maybe you release your parodies and then you like blow up a little bit and you start you know thinking you know you go to that next level like youtube creators that next level of creators and you're like yeah, you i need to start wanna, making yeah. videos at this level because i've got this many followers or i need to start making videos like these guys because they're they're getting lots of plays or subliminally a little yeah, bit yeah, not directly sure. um and you want to make your like your videos really clean because you know the guy that's got 100k followers or mr beast makes his like 50 yeah, million dollar productions yeah. and you're like i want to be that guy so i have to keep improving my production quality and then maybe like you lose some creativity side yeah uh, yeah i think for sure i think um like we spoke about like uh a couple of weeks ago, I think we were at the Marmalade household and um, we chucked some of the old ones on and I was sort of saying, yeah, yeah, look how bad it is. Look how bad it sounds. Like but the, the underlying creative aspect of it was was so good. free. It was just a free hit. Like, it was just like I'd never made anything like that before. And now, like, you know, I've moved a, a little bit away from the singing and I'm, I'm rapping. So I'm getting like four times the jokes in because it's faster and I can get more lyrics into the video but they're not hitting as well and it's almost like yeah that you know I can't sing but it's almost like me singing worked better like it was just it, it was it's a handy aspect of like TikTok is that like the better quality produced your videos are the less views they normally get yeah. because people use that app purely to see like organic mm. content filmed on phones but obviously like YouTube you're making like high end you've got more time a longer format but like yeah. you ever scroll through TikTok and see like a really high end video made by like someone with like five different filmed on a, like expensive cameras camera, yeah. and like probably like what you'd be watching right now if you're watching this um you know high-end quality but then you see some kid with like an iphone 6 yeah just film something happening at school and it get 25 million plays mm. but then the production company worth like 50 grand for an advert get like 300 plays because people just want to see organic content it's uh, like creativity yeah so the creative idea of your song was probably sick in 2016 but then you've yeah tried to ramp it up do you think well and the other the other thing is like it, it was a little bit edgier back um when i'd make them just because it was just a free hit like i didn't think anyone was listening and now it's like like i love uh you know it, it, well you know it wasn't too bad it was just like you know people were times changed political correctness has kicked in a heap yeah in, well, well people were the, in punch- the last 10 years and where political correctness moved from the 1980s to 2000 was oh, barely yeah, 100%. any but where it's moved from for five years ago to now is like infinite yeah so, and, and like i didn't know anyone in the industry and there was so like what you were saying five years ago will you got opinion here this is the most sophisticated resi podcast episode that's deep that feel, like ever. Joe, feel like joe rogan <laughs> yeah this is oh my god i feel like i've had 
Lieutenant Kick-Ons and I'm but, just but, sitting back and enjoying the chat. Like, like you are spot on with that because um, like when, when I did first start, I didn't know anyone in the industry. I was living in Torquay. I'd never met many AFL players. So to have AFL players who had a bad season as the butt of my joke, I didn't really think about it. I didn't think anyone was going to watch. Well, you probably had never worked with the AFL. You probably never worked with many yeah, players. And now, and now that's yeah. a regular occurrence for you. So, it's like- so, so now when I do make the parodies, I really love... You know those witty punchlines. Those, you know, I love the double entendre. I love, yeah, j- j- I, I just really love those well-written, sof- sophisticated jokes that are in there. But there are punches that I pull because you know I do work with people well, that's within the, whole the basis AFL. of like rap and music and songs. Anyway, is like calling out people and yeah, and making and I like to embody like a character. I like to embody a character when I do make those parodies. But yeah, it gets to a point where like, you know, we meet so many people in the industry. We go to, you know, events. We're all working with the same people. It, it feels a little bit odd to pot them. But the the basis of the parodies was it, it was all news articles. So that's why when I make them, whenever I reference something, I'm really just adding like an article headline that has been said into the song. So it's not my personal opinion. And I'm, I'm not saying, you know, the D's were shit this year because they choked. It's like, I'll grab a headline that says the D's choked this year and I just use it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll... I'll definitely do more music coming up, but um, it's I'm glad that I've added more strings to my bow because I think it's helped diversify the YouTube channel. My favourite string to your bow is definitely the goal recreation and goal kicking challenges because I feel like as an AFL content creator we speak about you being he was the, the founding first, father yeah, yeah. of the, the, the goal kicking the challenge the first one on the scene we always talk about how you've walked so so me and Trey can run that. because we have done a, a stack of goal kicking challenges and we've done a and stack I'm sure of Will's done a stack of heave and I'm sure I'm really appreciating the love I, I, I really appreciate this well, this is I, nice. I can tell you I can tell you many times I've always <laughs> be, being a Geelong boy growing up in the same area as you, there was videos coming on my YouTube where it's I've seen that oval in the background, yeah, and, and it's relatability. I feel like as well for people growing up, even when we were in high school, it's the relatability to your to your videos because no one used to ever film just them and their mates taking hangers in the backyard or mm. film goal kicking challenges, and I feel like that's that's a big part to the growth and created the space for other people to then create in yeah because there wasn't an afl creative space even to an extent i mean this is not trying to blow any smoke up up here at the moment but like (laughs) afl socials as a whole like afl the the organization or all the vfl sanfl every bit of that whole organization the social space just wasn't there it was tv print Mm. and radio for ages yeah well and like i don't remember them making youtube clips as such to get people's attention in that way it was always we'll put players on tv for interviews with mike sheehan or yeah we'll put players on the radio with wouldn't have been kane corns back then but i can't remember because i didn't listen to radio when i was 14 15 but you know that was the way of getting people's attention at home Mm. and now you've helped like expand the game but like as a whole like the whole game of afl by getting more attention and more eyes on which is it's 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 mind-blowing but it's like it is it is mind-blowing and and like um I, i can strip it back where like I, I probably only realized that two or three years into making YouTube and the the subscribers really started to take off and like the the loyal support that I got it and I've said this before but it was like kids in Melbourne needed that YouTuber like I I grew up watching Alex Williamson Josh Wade Frenchie um, Luke Kidd Jewel, Lewis Spears like I grew up watching 
Australian YouTubers, but no one was making sport. And I grew up watching like Theo Baker and KSI and the Sidemen doing crossbar challenges, but they weren't making footy. Yeah, it just felt like there was other kids out there like me who were a little bit younger than me going to school who would race home to watch Josh Wade, but it wasn't quite footy, or who, who would race home to watch KSI, but it wasn't you know, it wasn't filmed like in Melbourne or in and around Geelong where it was relatable. And I was lucky enough to fill that market for a little bit, but I, I was influenced by so many people before it. Like Elliot Loney was making footy content with the nine A's. Alex Williamson was making dream team um, content. Um, you know, they weren't consistently making footy stuff, but I've been watching footy stuff, you know, on YouTube my whole life. Like when we talk about... When those guys did make footy content, it had a big market. Yeah, true. Because they were, it was so rare. It was so not existent. Like Alex's Dream Team stuff mm. was so cult following. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it. I, I loved it. But that. they didn't do it full time. It was just, it was a one string of their bow, wasn't it? So it was like to yeah. have someone who was just doing it mostly, you know, mostly full time was like you were the first one to sort of like... Yeah, and, and as I said, like... When I started, I'd make skits that weren't footy related and it wouldn't grab the attention that the footy stuff would. And there's a little while where it would sort of be like a, 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 a weird skit and then a footy video. And then I didn't want to be the footy guy because I was trying to get into radio and I wanted to be, yeah, as I said, like Hamish and Andy. So I, I didn't want to put all my eggs in the footy basket, but my natural personality is football. And as, as I've said before, these ki- it felt like these kids went, nah, like you're, we need you. Like we need a footy guy and it almost felt like I was pulled into it um, which I'm super duper grateful for and you know I was aware pretty early on that there's a ceiling with footy uh, like numbers wise like subscribers wise and well it's Australian sport so you max you can reach is 20 yeah. 24, 24 million yeah plus mm. then you imagine how many of those people have phones and how many people those can consume yeah. content and-, and then they gotta like me yes. so it's like they might love footy and they go oh who is his dog playing compared to AFL doing, in his bedroom <laughs> compared to doing soccer which probably has an audience of a billion people yeah. or whatever it is you know so like yeah, yeah you're taking a much smaller size yeah. of people but so, that means you can own the community as well it's not a, it's not a downside of ever being an AFL creator if anyone's listening and thinking of becoming one yeah it's just that you are there is a cap and in Australia the cap isn't as big as what you can get with international sport or a bigger you know audience so. yeah yeah so I was aware of the, the the ceiling but I kept getting pulled into it and to be honest like I knew I could make a fist of it because I, I would I would look at Facebook and look online and see bands with 5,000 followers on their Facebook um, be full-time musicians. And I'm like, well, you know, if these bands on Facebook with 10,000 followers, 15,000 followers are touring Australia and full-time musicians, I wonder if there will be a world where a a YouTuber who doesn't have 5 mil, if a YouTuber could make a living off 15,000 subscribers. And I was pretty optimistic that you could. And you know you guys have learned this and you know we, we've all learned this together over the last couple of years that like yeah you can make a bit of <laughs> a bit of a fist of it steady on canon some, <laughs> some of us can't afford lunch <laughs> <laughs> it's coming though <laughs> Willie what's your bank balance Another right now orange cake oh, for Shrey. do we want it do we want, yeah, I want a Willie really bank balance update here we go How we so check? I'm Log not into the people's choice what is it with you again I'm not Westpac? fully broke but 14? It'd be with Bendy. I'm going to stab at six. We because we had that coffee this oh, morning. Nine dollars, nine dollars fifty. No, it's ten dollars thirteen. Ten dollars thirteen. And we're going to we're going to Hobart and Adelaide this week. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. Absolutely. See that ten dollars thirteen, you spend it, and we'll we'll remake it at Chartin on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it just it like it that reminds me of like like 
I moved in with Rog in 2018. His dad went away for three months, and they for had a clarification. That's Connor Rogers, Connor Rogers who is Connor Rogers. housemate. It's not of Chris myself Ro- and Trey. It's not Chris yeah, it's Rogers. Not Chris um, Rogers. He got a plug last week, and no one knew he was. Trey doesn't know who Chris Rogers is. Bucky Rogers. It's not Aaron Rogers from the NFL. <laughs> it's, uh, um, yeah, so I moved in with uh, Connor Rogers in in 2018, and I was trying to do YouTube somewhat full-time then, very ambitious, uh, but I was also working at Kiss FM on the street team. And there was weeks where, like, I, I would have to... We, we were paying, like, not much rent a week. His dad just wanted someone in the room just to sort of live with Rog. Um, but his dad was sort of... He was still chipping away at the rent for us. So it was so cheap, and it, would, it gave me an excuse to get up and try and make a fist of it in Melbourne. Um but there was just weeks where it was two minute noodles every night and like it was it was pretty grim but I guess that's all a part of coming up in like a creative industry and then you know I, I got to a point where it was YouTube and Kiss FM I could get rid of the golfie where I was washing dishes and then it was just YouTube but I was just scraping by like I was still sort of living off two minute noodles but I'd gotten rid of the part time job so I felt like a win um, and then you chip away, chip away to a point where like I've been able to move up to Melbourne, live by myself um, through this industry. So it is it is worth it. And it probably wasn't something I thought I could do. There's something I had written down ago. in my notes was like, when did it go full time and how did it go full time? Because I mean, don't know if it's clarified anywhere or people know this, but you are full time content. There's no side job. There's no <laughs> other income. It is purely the videos. But people at home think it's just like when, because I do the same at the moment is I don't have a side job. It's just make these videos. Um, oh, and Trey's a, working very minimal hours. You're a DJ, you. Yeah, a little bit of DJing here and there. Video. But I've been doing a lot of that during footy season. But like, people always be like, "Oh, that's so sick! You get paid lots of cash just to make these videos." I was like, "No, I'm <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel myself." And Trey is scraping the bottom of the barrel, hoping yeah. to one day get paid a lot of cash. But you can sort of see if you do this, you know, you, you, you can see the light in the tunnel. 100%. But it's just like it is a full-time job still like, there is a lot of zoom calls and and meetings and pitches and you got to write storyboards up and you've got to hit brands back and forth mm-hmm. and you got to market yourself and then you got to do all the editing yourself or the video work yourself write creative ideas it's not just like oh see i just get down to the park kick a footy do a goalkeeping challenge get paid 20 grand like it doesn't work that way yeah well, geez, that'd be um, nice. which it did but um yeah you are full-time youtube which yeah. is pretty sick and for the people listening maybe there's other creators listening to this podcast because We've got one of the best creators in Australia at sport on the podcast. I'm hoping oh, there would thanks, be a few, checkers. <laughs> a few younger, a few younger or aspiring creators listening in. Yeah, is like, how did you make that jump, or how did you take that step to becoming a full time, giving up that part time job? You obviously just said you're eating two minute noodles and and scraping the barrel just to get for a long to the time. next step. Amen, brother. Obviously, not a million now. I'm not going to dox your bank account. Like we just doxed wheels, but <laughs> um, enough to pay your rent out of YouTube. Which yeah, well, we, yeah, which is insane. Um, so. I've looked, uh, I've done anything to just follow this career forever. So, like, when I first left high school, I wanted to get into radio. Um, So, I didn't have a part-time job for the first year out of high school, which some kids do. And I was sort of, I was off youth allowance straight out of school, um, which is you you get money through the government um, to, like, study and whatnot. So, I was putting down community radio as, like, ticking it off to get my $100 of youth allowance to do community radio because I just didn't, like, I remember reading the footy record and Brendan Goddard's first job was AFL footballer and I'm like, I want my first job to be my career, which does not work. It doesn't make any sense. You can't just, well, 
Hey Fox Unless FM. Hey Fox FM. I haven't worked anywhere yet. Get sign me what, up. What was your first job? We'll go around the room real quickly. I know Trey's was McDonald's. No, no way. What was it? Uh, washing dishes at a faster pasta. Washing dishes at a faster pasta. Will. <sighs> I was Macca's. Macca's. Caden. Uh, making coffees. Uh, I pulled the pin on the one job thing at like 19 and I sold footy records for a year out of the front of the G. Footy records? Yeah, I worked at Domino's Pizza for three years when I was like mm. 15. So yeah, no, a couple of fast food, dishy and footy records, but yes. So I went footy records um, and then all while, but, but I was just so like laser focused of getting into this career. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to get distracted stacking shelves so I didn't want to get this it, it was all well, it takes co- up creative space it's like right now with no job realistically it was probably a cop out just not most work. hours of my day I can <laughs> invest back into the creative content it means we can do a lot of videos it means I don't have any constraints on my life if videos pop up or opportunities pop up yeah because the worst bit I did find especially when I was trying to be a DJ was I'd have something pop up but I'd have my job get in the way like mm-hmm. maybe I get offered to go play this gig that would lead to more opportunities or go socialise in this gig with more opportunities but then I'd have a shift at the pub on that weekend and I just be like well I can't quit the pub shift because that's what pays my rent and this job mm. the gig's not going to pay my rent it's just a one off whereas this one's paying my rent every week so you get clouded and, and it, you see a lot of people who don't make it and they are the ones with the job and the ones who fully make it fully commit yeah that's a that's a not very- telling everyone to go out there and quit their job because you got to oh, yeah. you got to get some plans <laughs> in place but well, yeah, that's the down. aim the <laughs> aim is to you have to commit to it 100% and I was prepared to do that for a long time because this is all I ever wanted to do so I wasn't one foot in, one foot out. I was both feet in. Like, I was committed to this. So, um, the first chance I got to go from a little bit of YouTube, a little bit of Kiss FM street team, a little bit of washing dishes at a golf course, the first chance I got to getting rid of the dishwashing and just do Kiss FM, which I found fun because I was in and around. In a creative space. In yeah. a creative space. We're in and like, we're doing outside broadcasts for Dave Hughes and Hughes and Kate and whatnot. Um, yeah, so the first instant I got was probably middle of 2019 when the AFL started working with me and Cooko, who was a mate of mine, who, well, is a mate of mine, um, who, yeah. <laughs> just but, for clarification. Let's not burn that bridge. Please don't clip that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll we'll cut, just cut that second bit out. All right? Never. Post-editing. Um, yeah, me and Cook were making content in 2019. We are both like on the YouTube grind. And, and the second we started working with the AFL and getting paid to do stuff with brands and whatnot i got rid of washing dishes and then the end of 2019 during the summer i just got rid of the street team i just said i can do this like i, I can do it and then you take the training wheels off 100 percent. but that's but then you go back a couple steps so you get rid of the part-time job but you've just lost a big chunk of money so then you work harder on youtube but you earn less that year so it, it's a little bit confusing but like i made more money with my part-time job than what I did when I was full-time. But full-time, I got, like, like just... I guess there's a, I've heard the bike analogy before, though, in podcasts. That, like, that makes sense. Is, it's yeah. easy to ride a bike with training wheels, which is that part-time job. It's easy to live your life with the part-time job and making content. Mm. But as soon as you take like, the wheels off, you can ride faster. But if you try to ride fast before you learn how to ride the bike... And sometimes you know you're not going to be good at it. Yeah, but you got to have the training. You got to get rid of the part-time job to, to really ride fast, get lots of cash, go really far places in this industry. But with the training was on your part-time job, it's sort of like you can't get. Yeah, you can't you can't crack it. You can't crack it. I never see like content creators or musicians or anything, you know, holding down a part-time job and trying to tour Australia or tour the world or you know mm. try to make millions of dollars off YouTube. They're just Mr. Beast wouldn't be holding down a part-time job. He's gone. No, I'm going to cut yeah. that off and go full ham 
200% of every waking hour, minute of my day to the YouTube, which yeah. is like, you need to be committed. You need to be fully take the dive. And, uh, and that's, yeah. You do the tuna noodles short term, but in the long term, you're eating lobster and, and what's something else that you'd like eating, Will? Yeah, pizza. Pizza. <laughs> you're eating pizza. You're eating really nice pizza at the end of it. So Not frozen I do love pizza. pizza. But it, yeah, so it was sort of like part-time job. I've gotten rid of the part-time job and I was so stoked, but then the next year I earned less because it was just YouTube. So I was still living at home. And then the next year... I, I saved a little bit because I had YouTube and a little bit more brand deals and a little bit more work with other you know brands and whatnot. Uh, but I was still living at home, so it was sort of like oh I've got to take this leap where um, you know I've been able to do it full time since 2019. Get rid of the comfort net, but uh, yeah, yeah now now zone. I've got to take the jump and live independently with just this uh, sink or swim. This That's career. What Lee and said to being in Adelaide, moving to Melbourne is it's a sink or swim. If we yeah if we fail and we don't nail content jobs yep then we might as well just go back to LA and work in the pub where we were before but yep. if we're in Melbourne we can swim and make power so exciting. making content and it drives you to, to swim faster it drives you to be like oh, yeah, well, yeah. whether I eat this week is dependent <laughs> yeah. on whether I go out and finish all these brand deals or whether I go out and make all these videos and yep. yeah so, so then it got to a point where um, I'd earned enough full time and I felt like I could pull the trigger to move up um, but then once again this year like I've earned less because I've been paying for more but I've been able to stay afloat and that's like one of the most proudest things I've been able to do like I've sort of gone one step forward got rid of the, the part time jobs but then made less money you see a lot of content then, creators flash in the pan type thing they only last one two three years but mm. knowing that you can maintain it now is probably a good move that you have now see yourself up with a career or you know how to see yourself up with a career of just doing this so you can, you can maintain and keep afloat yeah so Essentially, to answer your question, it's been since 2019, but it's been like it's a staged process. Yeah, di- di- yeah different, va- varying um, examples of living, like living it full time. Yeah, nice. All right, well, I've asked a heap of questions already for myself. I'm going to pass over to Shrey. We're going to bring him back on the pod. We'll reprieve him a little bit. Tell you what, um, is... he didn't run a lap of the tan, which is a bit unfortunate. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll sub out and let Shrey come back Let's in because I know Shrey had a few questions he wanted to ask you. We we're chatting about it at home. And we're going to get into some feedback because we asked the listeners today oh. and some of the Marmalade followers um, about Kate and McDonald and what they want to know. Mate, so they went bunter for you. They went nuts. So I've never had nuts. more sticky replies on my Instagram for Kate and McDonald. I don't believe that, but I appreciate now, this, it. This is no no hate to Roaming Has or Jared Davis, but when we put out questions for the both of them, we didn't get a response like this. <laughs> this now, is people lining up <laughs> down Swan Street at the studio hearing that you're going to be in here tonight well I'm we glad had, you cleared them out because yeah. there wasn't many when I did walk in <laughs> <laughs> we're right, Shrey you're subbing in come on Shrey Radio Shrey has been subbed in I'm in we know what time that means it's feedback time feedback time baby oh god we've got Dos- a lot here we've got seriously a lot and they're a bit controversial some of them so we'll just controversial oh, we, we would never we would never our uh, first one we've got is from jet underscore priv 2023 and he's, so he's asked pr- he's private so it's yeah, private he's private he's not he's <laughs> private not, investigator yeah he's not giving he's, not, he's, he's playing for for defence not giving us a lot well, that's okay he said, if you couldn't go for the Melbourne Demons what team would you go for um well I did get <laughs> bullied online and in person by them towards the end of this year but I, yes. I'd say the Pies have always been one of my yeah, second favourite side enough. at the qualifier yeah there was some rowdy Pies yeah, fans there was. and um, yes. you know after the Maynard incident and then them winning they just got on the front foot at the, the end, end of the season so, yeah, so what so, about you Will you're a dogs man who would you go instead of the dogs if you, if you were forced to I'm kind of I'm like half and half 
I'm not going to say North Melbourne because obviously fa- family ties with yeah, North Melbourne, yep. and I support. I, I'd say I support them as well as yep. the Western Bulldogs. Family ties. Yeah, my family. Well, my family supports them. Oh, no, they, I thought, they, I thought you were going to draw like a Curtis Taylor yeah. as your cousin. <laughs> Could you imagine? Nah, Charlie Compton and I were like this, brother. <laughs> I think I'm, I'd probably go, I'm a Crows fan, obviously. I'd probably go Hawthorne. One of my close mates growing up oh, is a massive Hawthorne, Hawthorne nuffy. So. Love it, yeah. And they're not very good, so it's like, uh, yeah. Roman Hazel hate that, by the way. I yeah. went to <laughs> a little drive-by, yes. Yeah. I reckon throughout high school, I had mad Hawthorne fans. Like My closest friends were Hawthorne fans. Everyone was a Hawthorne fan during my, that period. They yeah. won three flags. My... My like one of my closest mates had a membership that was just a fake kid, so like they could take a kid with them mm. to a game each week, and then I used to just go to all the games and then a fake kid that is and then uh, went to questionable. then went to oh, f- the Frio <laughs> Hawthorne Grand Final, which was sick. Yeah, big one, yeah. big yeah. big have coming out from the that square. Was mm. Awesome. Uh, all right, James Riz ninety six oh. favorite oh. AFL game. It's uh, not the new one. Like video game. Uh, I'm going to give a vague answer and a multiple choice answer. I'm go- yeah. I'm gonna, uh, so AFL 07 was the game I loved growing mm-hmm. up. I thought it was perfect. And then AFL Live, I probably played the most. Me and Cookson would play yeah, Melbourne. That's the one I played the most. We'd play Melbourne versus um, North Melbourne and we'd draw like all the time. Jeez. Like it, we would constantly draw. Jeez, um, that's nice. But then I reckon, I still reckon the best game we've seen yet is AFL Evolution 2. I know that the graphics were not up to scratch, especially for a game that came yeah. out in 2020 or 2021. But um, the gameplay and everything else, I was really content with. Really, so, really good game, yeah. And it's, yeah, we've gone a little bit backwards with AFL 23, but we're building. Oh, we'll, we'll be okay. Feel like, playing it, we'll play it the yeah, day, won't we? We gave up gameplay for graphics graphics yeah but it does that's not what we want that's yeah you almost want yeah at least we've been so blessed with like fifa nba 2k even the ufc's mm. all yeah. great games good graphics you know began we need a bit of a bit well, more let's of not start potting them no, okay sorry, we, sorry, sorry. we, we love began, wanna... but let's just you know let's play a few cut shots let's just get it through the cover we love them but um you know when i kick a footy and it starts flying <laughs> off out of the <laughs> tell stadium me why i've kicked the drop punt and it's gone 185 meters behind my head tell me why the bench is in the middle of the ground <laughs> someone tell why? me why my players are bold <laughs> why is simon goodman's face being reimagined it's just it's, that's not simon uh, <laughs> <laughs> never was and never will be <laughs> right, what have we got next uh Greg, oh Jesus Christ! Go, I go on, trader. Greg Tool T O U Tool best AFL game you've been to that isn't a D's game. It has to be. Ah, uh, that isn't a D's game. Uh, well, well, yeah, well, the grand final a couple of weeks ago is a pretty close. obvious answer, but I'll try and dig deep for another one. Uh, I went to a Geelong Hawthorne Easter Monday once, and I think Ruffy, they're always good. Ruffy yeah. kicked one late. Um, oh no, to be honest. Years and years and years ago, late in the season, it was Carlton versus Richmond. Um, me and my mates had gone to two games that day. I think we went to Melbourne, North Melbourne in the Arvo. Yeah. We, we, I think we went to 30 games during the season. We'd come up from Jeez. Geelong, three trains up, go to multiple games in one day, just froth footy. Um, and, yeah, it was Carlton and Richmond. And Brock McLean tried... S- kicking it to the goal square late and it went over the back and they won this game and the roar was enormous it was yeah Blues and Richmond Saturday night that's probably one of the yeah, better games that big I've game, definitely. ever seen like a modern version of that I reckon would be the Carlton Collingwood game to end the season oh. last year last year where the, the where Blues lost 
The Blues lost yeah. by two points. <laughs> yeah, Jason. Uh, all because Jamie Elliott kicked he's that He's the winner. greatest player of all time at certain points in his career. He's so, yeah. he's so ice cold. When he wants to. Yeah. yeah. He's so good. I actually love Billy Elliott so much. I actually like a lot of the past players. I like the team a lot. Yeah, I, I like them a lot as well. I reckon they're... <laughs> Their team is yeah. Their team is extremely likable. Hundred percent. Yazzie Yazzie ninety eight. If you weren't a YouTuber, what would you be doing right now? Um, what would I be doing? It's a tough question. What would I be doing? What What am I doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what would I be? Ah, oh, you. I like. I've heard Hayden from the Footy Yarn say this before. Yeah. Um, I've always been interested in the TSC Cup and whatnot. Mm. So. If I, I, I'm going to rule out media. I'm going to yep. rule out all media. So I, I, I he, he sort of mentioned that being a scout would be fun. Yeah, I'd love to be an be. AFL scout yeah. and like. Yeah, they yeah, just get paid nothing. It might not be the the big. Bird. Doesn't matter about money when you love your job, yeah. brother. No, but it does. Uh, oh ten grand. Goodness. Oh, that's that's uh, they flattened us, and that's why we're off. At the that's uh, now we're all flat and depressed. Uh, I'd be uh, back to the golfie, but <laughs> still, like, but I, I love I love the draft. I love mm. um, up and coming AFL talent. Like I, I just find that so interesting. Like growing up as a D supporter, when we'd have pick one, two, three, yeah, well, four, yeah, five, six. To. It's like the draft was the it's best Christmas, time of the year. It? So yeah, to be able to scout them and help them with their career, I think would be really fun. What about you, Will? I always wanted to be. Going through high school, I wanted to be a physiotherapist Jeez. or a sports psychologist. Yep. But um, realistically, a big, though, a big part of that <laughs> you need to be good at psychology. Yeah, of course. Which I was not. Yeah. But yeah, I think doing something in the sports industry was always cool. Yeah. Like I was massively into my photography mm. coming out of high school. Yeah. But then I think more the media stuff just took over. Can like, we um yeah. artsy side? Can we role play? Me just a bit nervous on the G, and you just sports psychology just talk me through it. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about. Go on then. I don't have a lot of faith in you. What's, the, we'll what's the situation? Oh, when I get the ball and I'm 30 out directly in front, I just fucking. I just get this. <laughs> excuse, excuse my French. <laughs> no, that's alright. Um, I play on, I reckon. I just get this monkey on my shoulder saying, Miss, miss, <laughs> miss, miss. <laughs> oh, you don't have anything, do you? Have, you, have you ever thought about. Feeding the monkey a banana <laughs> 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 and, and wooing and wooing him to be wooing him to be on your side. <laughs> Sometimes he tells me to kick a banana even though I'm directly in front. He goes, kick the kick the banana. And I go, no, eat the banana. He's just having a quiet going to McDonald's. And I just keep I just keep missing. <laughs> I think oh what, you, what you can do, Caden, mm. is <laughs> just find kill the monkey. Find an animal. <laughs> find an animal deep within yourself. Mm. Dolphin. <laughs> dolphin. What the dolphin does? Just kick it. Just kick it like a dolphin. Just kick it like a dolphin. What the dolphin does <laughs> is kicks and leaps over its competition. <laughs> All the seahorses, they stay in the water. Dolphins are happy. But Confident. dolphin goes up and over the water. Confident and smooth. Silky skills. <laughs> this is, this is uh, the worst uh, I podcast. I think that's de- definitely sorted me out because, like, you know, the monkey on the shoulder. The monkey on the shoulder is no good. It's gone. Thank what, you, what were we talking it's about gone. before? I, think I can't remember. Uh, what he would want to do if he was not a YouTuber. Oh, uh, yes. Jobs. Yeah, that's great. I love that. What, what about you, Shay? We didn't ask you. Um, well, I had no direction coming out of high school. I went to uni for like three weeks. I went to do education. That sucked. 
Um, and then I worked at the pub, so probably Man- like, managing at the pub. Yeah, so I did a little bit of that. That was um, a bit full on. I, I didn't want to lock myself into something, especially since not to you know. You want to sign the long term contract, own, blow the my pub. own trumpet, but we were tacking off a little bit, and oh. I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought best not to um, lock myself into something that. If I'm completely honest, I didn't really enjoy working in the pub I was at at the moment, at that point. So I was like, mm. you know, um, yeah, I don't know what I'll be doing now. Probably still working in the pub, drinking a lot of beers. <laughs> That's about it. Legend. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Go on, Shay. Give us... I thought I already... Did I ask this question? No. I already asked the, the question above below Yazzie. I, I already oh, I'm asking two questions in a row. All right. So I know the answer to this question. We all know the answer to this question. Check Mendel's you Everyone... In our, Next question. In our <laughs> people probably need to know. Um, Sarah twenty two asks, "Because where has Young King Cookson gone?" The Young King Cookson. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question because it, it gets is. asked a lot, um, and I answer it on platforms that disappear. So I answer it on live streams and um, yeah, shit. Like, I hope we don't disappear. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad <laughs> omen, isn't it? Um, where, where did the Young King Cookson go? So uh, during COVID, he fell out of love with making YouTube. Um, he got a full time gig like working yeah. um and yeah he just wasn't around as much to film videos and he wasn't as interested in yeah. filming videos anymore and um far out he, he was so good in 2018 2019 giving my stuff a, a chop out but he, he him to his core he doesn't like editing he's, yeah. not, he's not into making videos and i probably wasn't at a point where i could bring someone on board to do my youtube channel with me so it it, it got to a point with him and a lot of other of my mates who, you know, when they were at uni in a part-time job, I'd call them up on a Wednesday and we'd go to a goal-kicking challenge. Yeah. But when you're 28, you've chucked on the kegs, um, <laughs> you're hairy, you're receding a little bit. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, and you go, hey, boys, do you, do you want to have go a slap and a footy. tickle on a Wednesday? They go, what do you do? We are adults. And <laughs> I'm at the office. <laughs> and we oh, can't keep in coming down and having a little kick of the foot. <laughs> so I've yeah. had to move to Melbourne and um, force the Marmalade boys to move state just to <laughs> yeah. have, have a kick with me on a Wednesday afternoon. Oh, we just like just eight, nine <laughs> bluesers just to get <laughs> together on a Wednesday. That's exactly. Yeah. Well, that's my Instagram bio now. But um, yeah. no, he's doing well. There was, yeah, there was weird rumours on TikTok that uh, the Young King Cookson had moved to London or that we'd had a falling out. Um, we don't London's see... nice. Come on, not that bad. <laughs> yeah. moved to like yeah. Pakistan or something. No, it's crook. just... It's but, like, crook There's just, just so, yeah, so many rumours and I, I almost... Like, I was close to addressing them like um, professionally, like almost yeah. like, you know, getting the lectern out and having a written <laughs> statement. But... but it wasn't that deep for me no, and him. Like I it wasn't so. deep enough for me to come out and set the record straight. Um, I haven't put a line through him coming on the channel soon. Like mm. a, yeah, he's been invited to every Dosso's Demons game. Yeah, through different uh, reasons, he hasn't been able to make it. So hopefully, you know, he comes and crashes some pack for us for the Dosso's Demons. Absolutely. Hopefully, he's in some goal kicking challenges soon. But um, yeah, for me and him, it just wasn't that that deep, and it wasn't that big of a deal to make like official statements yeah, about it yeah of course it. So not it's it, yeah it's just it, it is what it is but he's doing well and um he's pumped about pick two and three this year because he's you have to be he's a big ruse man big Northern, man Kanga Kanga <laughs> footy east uh, statistics sorry I started there uh where do you see Melbourne finishing in 2024 needs to be top two you can't win a flag if you don't finish in the top two in my opinion you can't win a flag if you don't finish in the top four 
I thought Ooh. maybe you could pinch uh-huh. it from third or fourth, but we've been chewed up and Bulldogs. spat Dogs. out. The doggies <laughs> did from seven. Yeah, they did, but I don't think we've got the dog in us. Um, That's I. We've been chewed up. We've been spat out and booed yeah. off stage two years in a row. I think we need to finish top two. I'm going to say we we'll, we'll finish second, and we have to mm, have to win a prelim. Oh, not a prelim. Have to win a final. With a qualifier. But we got to make it. We got to make it in the next couple of years. Um, yeah. To maximise this list is my opinion. I think the list looks right. I think. Uh, yeah. um, I actually really like Tom Fulton as a pickup, just quietly. Yeah. I like him just as well. Crash a bit of packs, you know. Just put a bit of body on. Especially since is Petty going to be injured for round one? Surely not. Who, who's going to be injured for round one? Oh, it's Melksham. So mate, yeah. round one's seven years. Like surely, you know, if you got I, love, a little, I just love the footy, man. If you, I if just you, love football. If you got a little slap and tickle now, surely you're fine <laughs> by round. Like, yeah. We'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think Petty will be right. Um, yeah, have to finish top two. What will replace the match day vlogs in 2024? He said they ceased in 2023. Ceased. Jeez. That's an official uh, word, is it? Yeah, ceased. someone's put... Ceased. No, oh, sorry, that was by um, Jake F08. Oh, Jake. Jake was born in 2008, I reckon. Uh, Apologies. Apologies, Jake. So, uh, the game day vlogs I've been making since 2017, and a part of me thought that, like, you know, if they had 5,000 views in 2017 and... 7.5 thousand in 2018 and, and grew and grew and grew this yep. you know soon I'll be having 50,000 view videos every week you know in five years and it just got to a point where I'm not like Arsenal fan TV where I just pot players yep. and if anything I pull my punches and if anything I'm just like a, a supporter like I yep. just I'm quite positive I just back my team in and I'm aware that I don't know as much as the coaches and I don't know as much as the players. So I'm not someone who's going to get on my vlog and go, why didn't they do this and do that? I sort of have faith in the club yeah. to do what they do. Do you also think that the like how well a vlog does is relying on how good the game was? And if 100%. something, like if there was like a highlight moment. So say like if you did a, like, because you did do a vlog at the, like the Brayden Maynard um, clash with yeah. Angus Brayshaw, like that propelled the video forward. Whereas if it was like a, you know, if you did one in like when the days were try rubbish, it would you feel like it would fall off a little bit more? Yeah, I think you're right. Like, um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm. Oh, geez, that'd still be a shit house uh, game day vlog. Um, yeah. No, well, you are spot on. So, like, I used to film every v- game that I went to, and then I'd notice that the days versus North would get three thousand views. Yeah, and not to take three thousand views for granted. But of course not. Um, for four or five years, I like going to D's games became work. If I didn't live stream one, I was at the game vlogging, and I remember going once and choosing not to vlog, and I felt guilty. And you feel like you're not, you know, you're not serving the audience. But I had the best time ever. I had a couple of beers, I chilled, I relaxed, and I actually watched the game and supported. This year in particular. The big videos that I think will hit, like Anzac Day Eve or Queen's Birthday, just didn't get the views that I thought they would this yeah. season because I've sort of done them for five, six years and it's the same thing. I don't say anything controversial. I go through the motions. I, I show you my day, but I'm not really bringing much to the table. So I'm at a point where I've either got to really reinvent the wheel or uh, just move on from them. Yeah. And I think I'm at a point where... I can't wait to go to D's games and not have the camera out. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to go with mates, but some mates don't want to go because I'm going to film the whole yeah. time. So, um, you know, maybe in big finals, maybe in the big King's Birthday Clash where it's against the pies and there's some spice, I'll bring it out. But I'm pretty keen to go to D's games and just sort of enjoy Soak them. it in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. Cooper Olive Oil. What is your Macca's order, McDonald? Oh, I've got the, like, weirdest, worst, like, disgraceful Macca's order ever. But go it's um, give it to us. 
It's a large filled fish burger meal. Two crispy mini ch- chicken snack wraps. I'm still going. Uh, I, go, I go a cheeseburger, no onion, and then maybe... I, I like three nuggets just for the drive home. That sounds delightful. I don't know. That sounds oh, people say fillet of fish like you're just. I like fillet like, of fish. Oh, I think it's... Is that um, what you ordered that one time we were at the Geelong Maccas and you forgot what your order was? Yeah, I forgot because I had um, I had a little a little bit of Alzheimer's um, <laughs> in the <laughs> we, moment. We had had a few cans. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to admit that we had some cans. <laughs> I had some um, cans of confidence. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had a big night out in Geelong and uh, I ordered up at the board. And yes. it didn't print out a ticket. As so it, it just would. sort of flashes some number at me and disappears. <laughs> and I was sort of turning around, talking to everyone, everyone in the store, saying, who are you and how are you? <laughs> I go to the front, I'm looking up at the numbers and there's not <laughs> one number that looks familiar at all. And I say, no. look, mate, I don't know what my number is, but I think my order's up. And he goes, well, if you don't have a number, you can't get your order. And he's like, he's like, fine, what did you order? And I'll have a look. And I went... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never witnessed something so like it blew my mind. He's turned to me and he's gone, I don't know what I've got today. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I forgot what I ordered. And I just look I just blankly I've never blankly stared at a man and just like, grin back at me like it was the funniest thing ever. I was just standing there, I'm like because I mix it like if I go to Hungry Jack's, I only get the grilled chicken burger. But when yep. I go to Macca's, sometimes I'll go... Sometimes I'll go with chicken. Sometimes yep. I'll go with a fillet of fish. I mix it up every time. So I literally, in that moment, had completely forgotten. All I remembered was I had a water. Yep. And I said, I got the one with the water in it. And he's like, that's not enough for me. And I'm like, it's right there, mate. Like, give me my meal. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That was... That was mind-boggling oh, just, that moment was for me. Just a genuine mayor for the great mayor, but that's okay. I think for real, Shrey's going to have to indulge in... That. I'll eat your meal. Yeah. That sounds... I'm actually would be... I might not do it tonight. That sounds delicious. I'll get one. Yeah. Knackers. All right, we've got a, a good one. <laughs> Speaking of Geelong, uh, Alex underscore Fuzz 95. Fuzzy. Great man. When are you returning the Lambies? We need to update that photo in the toilet. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Bring the king home. When are we going back? We are due, aren't we? Roll out the red carpet. How long ago was it? I feel like a month and a half ago. <sighs> a we months. haven't been back to Geelong in a while. I love going to Geelong, by the way. It's crazy. Like, these blokes, superstars, obviously. But um, me and Will have been doing a lot of thankless work oh, at geez. Lambies for a long, long time. Like, I... Thankless. I've heard you got the um the old uh, selfless the, the VIP card. So I don't know. Wow, it's thankless. That's, that's neither here nor there. Mine is <laughs> mine is thankless. <laughs> <laughs> the, I've been laying ground. He's got the old. Uh, <laughs> here's this one, champ. Let me just. I'll just cut in front of you. So I. That's that's a story for uh, <laughs> for now. Um, <laughs> so well, yeah. I, I think people on my channel know that Lammy's is is a really fond place for buying. Um, Let's just, to let everybody know, Lambies is a bar in Geelong. Like a pub, night club. Night, it's like a pub club, 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 club. It's not a bar, it's a uh, nightclub. Yeah, it's, it's actually a very nice place. We've been there before. Uh, Checkers is DJ there. Nice people. Everybody, everybody treats us very well when we go there. So I have no qualms. It's a great oh place. Oh my God. It's, it, was, it, it was heaven for me. Like growing up, so I never really drank growing up. I think my first drink was when I was 18 or 19. Um, and... The first place my mates took me to, because I was so vehemently against like clubs when yep. I was younger, uh, and I was a bit of a pub guy. And all my mates were like, "Oh, we're going to Lammy's on a Sunday, and it's quite pubbish. Like if you go yeah. out where the booths are and the bar, it's, it feels like a pub." And it took them months of chipping away at me to get me in there. 
I finally get in there and I think I went for like three years in a row, like just nonstop. And it was a Sunday night. I never went out on Saturdays. It was just a Sunday night and we'd go with the boys and you'd get your your, your 10 pack of uh, Summer's Bees in, oh, with $20. What yeah, were they? Ten, was a 10 pack for 30 bucks? Three yeah, it was like $20. Jeez. It was oh, $20. No, I can't drink ciders now from that. All, it scarred me. All yeah, I needed- ciders are bad for me. All I needed was $20 for my Summer's Bees, $10 for entry and- Another twenty dollars, I could get four or five ciders play in money. there. Yeah, yeah so play money. fifty dollars for a night out—it was just sensational. Fifty dollars now gets you two vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you play fifty bucks entry to some of the clubs in Melbourne now. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty disgusting. Revs is busy. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so like Lammy's was was home for a number of years there, and they refurbished like the bathrooms and the bar and whatnot, yep. and they put photos of like like from the Facebook page up at the urinal strange and isn't it I'm in like six of them and it was <laughs> like at the put a photo up. We'll put, if you clip this up put a photo up because it's one of the greatest things if you stand in the corner where most most blokes go to use the uh, urinal in the corner there's, oh, you look up and it's just it's you, can, bang you can find his three photos pretty, pretty quickly and pretty easily <laughs> I remember the first night I found it I was I was in pieces I, I didn't know what was happening oh, no. it's so embarrassing now to look back on but it was so funny like when we first got put up there we're like you're kidding we're on the wall at Lammy's um, the VIP card though just to tie a loose end there um I knew someone who worked at the door yeah. and she just gave out VIP cards to people that she knew. So it wasn't, hey, you're Kados. It's like, yeah. hey, you're the weird guy that keeps coming here. <laughs> like, it's a bit, it was a bit like that to um, <laughs> one of the nightclubs I go to in Adelaide, Rocker Rooftop. Uh, um, I'm good friends with the security that guards just there. Like, he he just just, he don't, I got no card. I just rock up and I say, hey, Manny. He's like, yeah, man, just hurry the fuck up and get upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Like, just get away from me as far as possible. Well, yeah. It's good. Well, that that's what the VIP card was. And then we had COVID for a few months. And I went to Lammy's and I wa- and on the VIP card it said you can skip the line and you can get free entry. So I, I rocked up, um, skipped this big queue that went all the way around the corner. Yeah, they get big out there, don't they? Yeah, I, um, it's massive. I go up to the security guard and I show my VIP card, and he goes, "Oh, it's out of date because we just had months of lockdown." Is that a gift card or something? And I went, <laughs> I went out of date, and I looked, and it's it was like a month out of date, and he goes, "Back of the line." Mate. Oh, and, and stiff. Oh. I had to go but and some people in the line were aware that I'd make YouTube videos. Yeah. So here I am, some absolute loser on YouTube, <laughs> nah, rocked nah, up nah, nah. to the front of the line. Nah, 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 nah. Hello, mate. Oh, I'll just bot in here, mate. And he goes, <laughs> I would not have thought so. Like, <laughs> and everyone was just hey, like, you, you would have. Oh, walking up to the front, you would have had a bit of a head wobble and gone, hey, fellas, I'm just going to say, I said, I said, I'm on, I'm on the wall. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm in the urinal. You can see said, me when you piss. I'm in the urinal. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Get him. It, it didn't end well, but I love that joint. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lamy's is definitely home. When you get back there soon, I'm missing it. I'm missing a few Mario cards, aren't we? Ne- so what I said at the start with these superstars, um, these guys have played a couple of gigs there or, or a gig or so. I went there with the Marmalade boys um, after, you know, years of just putting in some work at Lamy's. Yeah. I went there with the Marmalade boys and it was, boys, come with us. Come around the back. Yeah, you know, we were, we, we were we very get, blessed when we go there. Like, I'm very thankful for when we go to places. Get treated really, tend to, yeah. Get treated a little bit like the king and queen. Oh, it, it's through outstanding. It's unreal stuff. But it's because you guys are in the nightclub industry and you know these people now. So it's, uh, yeah, it's sensational. But yeah, the night that I went with you guys... Uh, very differently to the uh, the nights. <laughs> nights are being kicked back to the yeah, back of the line. We weren't, we weren't, uh, we weren't spending the uh, old uh, monthly YouTube check on the beverages, were we? 
Lemus has a spot in my heart forever and always. Uh, as it should. Yeah. All right. Cooking with Nev. If you could compare yourself to an AFL player, who would it be? This is gonna get this. This could go two ways. What? As in like footy, or as in like my YouTube career? I've just been given. I'm assuming the way you play football. Oh, the way I play footy. Uh, I say Luke Bruce. I, I say crafty small forward, but I'm not quick. I don't take hangers, but I'm at your feet, and mm. I I like to think I can finish in various degrees of situations. Yep. I, I'm thinking more just having a kick. I can finish some snags, but in a game, um, less so. See. Who would you go, Will? Because this is this is very um, this is very prote- uh, contentious. Is that a word? Well, we're right. stepping on. <laughs> sim- <laughs> Sorry, I won't, I won't try that again. My apologies. Uh, I'd probably. I'm a bit bigger than this bloke, but I'd probably say a bit of a Alan Didac. Mm. Not for not for him like jumping high and getting the big grabs, but the fact that he can just run two hundred percent or my 200% mm. at a pack and just crush anyone without like the rat pack without any yeah without any consequences like I've found in footy because I'm a I'm a big boy yep. I can I can run at people twice the size of me and put in put, put in a little a, bit of effort and they just tend to take a, a few tumbles that. twists and turns and, and know, a few CTE concussions yeah. not your fault mm. uh, yeah not and I'm not a Malicious man, you're not. Yeah, no, I'm not very malicious off the field. I'll have a beer with you, but <laughs> when I, when I get over the line, I'll yeah, I'll bury your head into the sand and don't mind a goal or two every yeah. now and then. <laughs> well, Anarchy knows. I'm really interested <laughs> to hear yours, Trey. Jeez, <laughs> it's it's really tough. Um, Come on, Trey. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. Edward Betts. <laughs> no, I wish. So Ed, Eddie Betts, Eddie Betts is my favourite player of all time. It's Buddy Franklin. But no, you I, are so buddy. I am a small forward who plays. I don't play bigger, but I can't. I'm not quick, and I don't get to like. I don't get. I don't. Not very, very good crumber either. Actually, I'm not very good at anything. <laughs> at football. But like, like who a, um, isn't good at crumbing or kicking or? <laughs> no. So like, <laughs> from this season, I probably assume like Jack Martin. So he's like a medium-sized forward 100%. who like, who's yeah. like plays a bit taller. So I'm just a small forward who plays a bit t- bigger. I can actually say that. Yeah, that's, I think that's a great share. There's no. Like, not, I can't compare, but yeah. that's just the only player I think of when I think of me playing football. A few good small forwards on this table. I wouldn't yeah, mind. I wouldn't mind, mind lining up against. We're you, aren't we? Once it hits the deck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have put my head over that thing. Yeah. Yeah. for free. I'll clear the space, boys. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. so, next one here. Oh, this is pretentious. This is the last this one. Is, pretentious. Come on. I don't know. What, what I'm Just for, give it to him. Give him the last question. It's from at Messina Ice Cream. No way. What is your favourite flavour of ice cream? There is no way. I've got it, mate. I've got it in the run sheet. I don't I, know nah, what I'm going to say. I don't believe you. What do you want from me, bro? Who's I'm, made that up? I'm reading the run sheet as it's been oh, said to me. Yeah. From I've been no. read, the run sheet's been said to me from a higher power, and it says at Messina <laughs> Ice Cream. There's no way. <laughs> okay, the bubble. You read it. Have, have a gander at that one. Have a gander at that one. Down the bottom. At Messina uh, Ice Cream. Outro. Tell him to no. get out <laughs> of the studio as quick as he can. He's spoken way too much about himself and Liam. It's been quite a weird episode. Ah. Wow. No, really. Well, that's what it says on the run sheet, mate. I can't confirm what the Well, I don't, want to, I don't want to dox our favourite ice cream place. Oh, but, um, <laughs> it's a public space. We go there very often. <laughs> We're going to have to look out now. Yeah. Um, wow. Messina. Yeah, Messina ice cream. Great wow. place, by the way. It's a bit of a... Who? Who runs that? We have, we'll ask a few questions. We'll, we should go there afterwards. We'll ask got, a few questions. We've got sources. Jared doesn't have a contact Jarrah, there. That is yeah. really strange. Well, <laughs> our dear friend Jared Davis has got a contact who... Says she'll give him free ice cream, when and every time in. we go, Jared seems to mysteriously pull out. Yeah. Well, if I so could why start, why is he never coming to get ice cream? Mm. 
if I could start skipping the line at Lambie's and start skipping the line at Messina, I think my life's really yeah, coming yeah, up that's here. About it, isn't it? Uh, my favourite, well, guys, don't yeah. judge. And is it, and it's a, <laughs> We're not here to judge. Is it a safe space or not? This it's is safe, very, very, very safe. safe. Thank goodness, safe. because my favourite flavour of ice cream, um, we went the other week. Well, you're going off often. I got we went wa- last night. <laughs> we went last night. <laughs> Let's pretend like we space it out a little bit. Um, uh, I like a waffle cone. Oh, as you do. You, I, like I think it's cone. like I don't mind a cup, but it's got to be in a cone when you're, you're purchasing a fancy ice cream. Yeah. Which Messina is? It's a bit of a higher uh, end ice cream. Why are we spending money on high end ice cream? I don't know, <laughs> but it's a higher end ice cream, and it's got to be in a cone. So I like my waffle cone, and I often get um, double scoop, of course. Oh, that's always silly. For variety, yeah. Um, of <laughs> two scoops of vanilla. I've just seen. Uh, I've just seen. I've just seen Czech man squint uh, and just put uh, his put his head in his hands. Two, two, two scoops of vanilla. I'm all for. But, I'm okay, all for this it. quietly. We are paying. I thought it was a safe space. We are. <laughs> 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 How many flavors do we reckon are at the would have. Come there's top. a place. There's a place. Uh, Is this something you've seen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sort of Jason Gillespie. <laughs> <laughs> <Best innings. laughs> they sell. They sell um arch foot gel. Foot gel flavor. They sell everything. I reckon there you is a what? squash ball in <laughs> the gloves of when yeah. they serve. That's yeah. how the form they are in. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a few. I reckon it's fair enough because vanilla. No. You not Trey? Fucking just <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I've had a big day. I'm not even sure he really cut you off there. Yeah. <laughs> no big day. I think, I think he just laughed. There's, <laughs> you can go you can go to some ice cream places and you can mm. get weird tasting like mm. I've had weird tasting mint mint choc chip ice cream before. Yeah. When you go to an ice cream place and you get vanilla, you know what you're paying for. Yeah, but we're paying an extortionate so, amount. So that's the not an extort, we're paying Coca, nine dollars for two scoops. Coca Cola. Their yep. first can was the cola drink. Yeah, they've got Coke and vanilla, Coke and raspberry, Coke and this, Coke but and that. But all the flavours are pretty but good. But their best flavour is the original. Now, people think when you want a vanilla ice cream that you're drinking water. <laughs> they they, they like think that. it's this base flavour that other ice creams are made out of. It is not. It is a flavour. Let's, let's a, put it in a Resi's term. It so is, you've gone to the canteen <laughs> and you've just got a pie with no sauce. Whereas I've gone to the canteen and I've got a hot dog with bacon cheese, see, I mustard, think tomato sauce and mayo, donut, a chocolate donut, donut no, three dim sims. See, I yeah. think I've got the pie and sauce. No, no, no I sauce. I think other... No, you've got the cheese sandwich. No, <laughs> you've got the salad I, I, I think other flavours are like pie with bacon bits or pie with yeah. cheese. It's like, I just like I just like a meat pie. I don't like mixing it A pie it with no sauce is like pissing in the corner when the toilet's over there that's a just pie with no <laughs> sauce. we do often do that so a, pie with no, <laughs> a pie with no sauce is like a uh, an ice cream in a cup but I have it in a cone so I have my pie and sauce but I don't like the bacon bits of the cheese I just like a plain pie I like a margarita pizza yeah, yeah I, I pepperoni is great but a margarita not great it's like me saying I want a margarita pizza and everyone's saying that's not a pizza. It's a pizza. Well, it is. It is. Vanilla well, is a flavour. <laughs> it is a flavour. And I get double scoops and the lady last night goes, no one ever ordered this tonight. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she, she goes, oh, bit you're, of the, you're the first one to order this tonight. She's bonded you. And I went, oh, sorry, I'll just tip it back into the <laughs> far out. That is amazing. You've been bonded by the lady working at the ice I cream shop. champs for my <laughs> ice cream flavours. <laughs> oh, that's over. I can't and, wait to go again. And two scoop, double the flavour, double the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Messina never message again for the, for the way she's. I actually can't you. believe that's um that's outrageous. Yeah, I, might, I might go to HR and then bully <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm asking a few questions, aren't I? 
Uh, that was good. That was really good. We, that we was just, much we just, fun. You know, feedback. we broke it down. We 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 come out the back. We switched the footy to the fat side, and we've just gone through the. What know. what are your flavors? Well, like I said, mint choc chip. But like Messina, it's got like rhubarb and daytime dreaming sunshine. <laughs> yeah, it's got like it's got like peas and shit. And it's like it's not a contest. No, it? It is. it's not a how many condiments from the pantry can we get into an ice cream. It's like let's just. Mm. Oh, like since what? when the fuck did pistachio <laughs> nuts get into ice creams, man? No, that's a very common one. That's just that's stupid. Pistachio. Oh, sorry. <laughs> pistachio. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't know if you hear this. Like, imagine an ice cream shop that just had Neapolitana. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brown, yeah. Brown, yeah. White. Neapolitan. You know it's not flavors. They just call it brown pickle white too. This is shit. You go to an ice cream shop. There's Vi- there's Vienna in one of the fridges. There's Neapolitana. Then there's a Freddo Frog ice cream cake, yeah. and you can just you can scoop it, or you can get the cake. The whole ca- yeah, this will be really controversial, but it's not at Messina, and I might have to DM and make a complaint. But if we go to any other ice cream store, I'm a massive Rainbow Man, which is just isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. People say it's caramel, but I'm ah. almost certain it's just vanilla. But <laughs> no, it is caramel. Yeah, it's caramel. It caramel. Right? No, it is. So yeah, massive Rainbow Man, which um, you know, if I got that at Messina, I'd get a slap across the face. No, I don't think so. <laughs> that's a bit more, bit different than a plain vanilla. It's sort of like um, drinking plain milk. That's what I. <laughs> I'm think the same with donuts oh. as well, though. If we go to Daniel's, donuts if we go to Daniel's yeah. Donuts, and there's they bloody shove bloody so much yeah, yeah. wafers and there's Vaseline uh, in one of them, I reckon yeah. oh there's oh, yeah. the Vaseline sort of band-aid yeah. uh, <laughs> you may not be able to get band-aid yeah. uh, donuts yeah. from Daniel's uh, that was uh, that was obviously a joke but please, just, please, yeah, please sponsor us I just love like an original donut because I like the taste of donut this too yeah. Yeah. if I wanted a Kit Kat fucking donut I'd get a Kit Kat yeah. Yeah. no Daniel's donuts are very very good so I no, like to pass it up so yeah. like there's so, so uh, much happening. It's like the original donut. I just like had, the donut. They had Daniel's Donuts at the footy festival. And oh my God, a, a very nice fancy one. Our good friend Jordan McCleary said, well, do you want a donut? And I said, if there's just a plain old yeah. Krispy Kreme Keep it one. Simple, stupid. There's a plain old Krispy Kreme one or like a just original glazed one. Yes. If there's any of the other ones, probably don't bother coming back. And then Trey's mm. like, oh, he's doing you a favour and I'm like <laughs> I was, I'm a bit of a if someone's shouting something it's get what you get you don't get upset if there's a glazed donut I will have it <laughs> if there's not one I'm okay yeah, yeah, in yeah. defence Jordy McClary brought back of the donut that was literally called of a lot yes it had everything on it it had oh. everything on it it was filled with all different kinds yeah. of creams <laughs> and stuff the bandaid was flapping around on it. and like, it had the Collingwood logo smack bang in the middle and I'm like Oh, oh. <laughs> hey man! Let- <laughs> so Jordan, if you're wondering where that donut is, donut is, it's in the bin. It's in the landfill. I had half of it. and I threw it in the bin. Yes, there's just say. there's you know if you have 17 key forwards in your forward line, it's not going to work. For no, me, no. I have one. I have one flavour. Yeah, Let's no, just have right. one. And what happened? happened Charlie Kerno won the won the Coleman. Well, there's exactly. two key forwards in Coleman's lineup. And Grundy and anyway. Gorn didn't quite work. So if <laughs> yeah, anything we've learned from footy is multiple flavours don't work in the same tub. Okay, there we go. Bang. And that's um and that stumps for this segment. <laughs> I think it stumps for a while. Oh god, that's I was feed- trying to declare six overs ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. feedback. And that's Katie McDonald. So once again, Thank you, Dossie, Dossie. Oh, of course. We preach about you all the time, but thank you for coming <laughs> As on. As a man here. who knows most of the words of Dossie's parodies, I'm very, very thankful for you coming on. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's stalkerish, though, isn't it's it? It's been good fun. <laughs> yeah, you keep uh, clapping up. Watching me in my bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it, lads. Keep killing it with the potty and everything else that you're doing. And um, yeah, can't wait to smash his in mini golf a little bit later uh, in the week. Yeah, <laughs> true.
Thank you, Kane, for coming on. I've got my chair back. I've been let back into the pod. Mm. Didn't even have to run a lap of the tan. But oh, basically, we're going to wrap it up with our weekly recap. We normally open up with this, but because we're the guests, I thought we'll push it back a little bit. Will, what do we get up to during the week? Check, man. My, my brain's fried. Uh, Trey, do you remember anything we've yeah, done Yeah, okay. So during the week, we didn't do a lot, a whole lot of anything really super interesting. So we played tennis on Monday night, which was really fun. I made a little video. Um, you got a lot of balls pegged at you. Yeah, I got peppered. Yeah, but uh, the first peppered. thing of real sort of substance was a Friday night. We went to the was it the soccer? Is it the hockey super league? It's called or so, uh, hockey one? Hockey, hockey one, one league. Beautiful. It's, new, watched, it's a new um, league. It's like the KFC Big Bash League. Yeah. of cricket, but it's for very hockey. Very colourful. We went to that Adelaide Fire played Hockey Club Melbourne. Yeah, uh, in the women's and in the men's as well. We were there for that. That was unreal sort of stuff. I've good never night. been before. It was a good night out. I'm assuming you guys have been before as well. That was my first ever hockey game. I've never been hockey. Yeah. I went I'm, to Adelaide during the week as well. I went back yeah. to Adelaide. Oh, he went to Adelaide side of Very that. briefly, but yeah. I was just, just floating, just cruising. I um, watched a lot of hockey because... Uh, it's always on the Olympics. Uh, every yeah. time I turn the Olympics, there's a few Olympians playing. The, um, the captain of the Australian women's team was playing for Adelaide. Wow. And was that a, uh, Claxton? That was Claxton. Is it, is it Sarah, Claxton? Sarah Claxton. Sarah Claxton, sorry. We're going, back to, we're going back to Adelaide this week to watch the hockey again. Um, and we're going to be supporting the Adelaide Fire. That was their first victory um, in two seasons of the Hockey One League. It was the first time they've won that wow. team. They won with 10 seconds to go. So we're going to yes. go back and we're going to chase a second victory because they played a whole season last year, didn't win, which sounds a lot like yep. the Div 12 Resi. So I think we get on the Adelaide Fire bandwagon. Yeah, Adelaide Fire win next week. And I'm, we I'm are um, beers. Trey, Trey's, I reckon we a chance to play. Yeah, yeah. If, if we win, Adelaide Fire, because I'm playing in the goals. If, if we win, I'm, 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 be- I'm I've seen you into a soccer form and I reckon you could play goals yeah, for the whole year. Hide your babies because I'll be kissing them if Adelaide Fire win. Absolutely. And then on the Saturday, we did actually, Saturday was a very big, big day. So we did a bit of filming in the morning, of course. Yeah, yep. We're meant to play cricket. We were meant to play cricket. It got washed out. Yeah, it wasn't washed raining out, on Saturday. It was just that the oval was flooded. The oval was underwater. It had been raining a week. There was actually mermaids and mermen on the pitch. There was a couple of the dolphins on the shoulder. But yep, so we ended up going down the nets with um, the, the great men you see on this table. Jared Davis, Connor Rogers, and of course, Jordan McCleary was there. You know, I had a bit of a hit around. I got hit in the head about three times because I'm useless. And then Some after good that, highlights packages from yeah, that on the, uh, God, on, the no, on the no, Resi's Instagram. If you head across the Resi's Instagram, there's some good highlights packages from our next session. Yeah, and then what do we do after that? Went we home, went tidied the, up, washed ourselves, and went to the, the AFLW Dream, Dream Time. time. Yeah, Tigers Dons. Uh, it was the Dons that in the win, of course. Matthew Sparks was stand up for me. Very good game. Was it cold Saturday night? Yeah, it was yeah. cold. Very cold. And after that, we had a bit of a kick on the oval. And straight after that, we got in the car and we just went down the whatever highway it is. We went down the Ballarat. Yeah, one. Uh, I'm not sure what the highway's called. I was driving. I should you be. You were driving. Yeah, we went down the Ballarat and the Trekman DJed at uh, Volta three double three five O. It's just Volta. Just double, Volta. Double sorry. three five O's. That's postcode, just post man. postcode, brother. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. For the Insta. <laughs> My apologies. I don't, I'm not too familiar with Ballarat, but we went there. We DJed. Was packed when we first got there. It was a bit. The guy said there's a band playing uh, down the road yeah. um, and they finished at 11.30. We got there at like 11.15. Yeah. The band finished at 11.30. The place was rammed and there was, was a line. Packed. So big, big attendance. Um, and we had all the boys there. We played a resi set. And we yeah. were getting a little bit silly. Shout, Trey, out, shout did, out to Bailey some, McKay. Did Bailey some McKay. DJing, Trey? Yeah, did we? Uh, I got everybody up on stage. Uh, if anybody doesn't know me, I'm a bit big fan of my techno, hard techno music. And in that space, a boiler room is, you know, you was the... The, the boiler rooms where everyone's the around you. Resistance. Well. All the yeah. gigs you like to play. So you were spinning the, a few tracks. We just recreated that. Um, and then on Sunday, we went to the AFLW again, and it was raining, and it was cold, and yeah. it was still a good game, but it, it was, was just it just the conditions weren't as enjoyable as a Saturday night, purely yeah. conditions-based, because we had to sit in the stands in, like, yeah. two-degree weather. And the game was a bit more flat. Not a, you, you really can't compare to a Dreamtime game, can you? 
it's well, we love Richmond and Essendon well. girls yeah. too. We've done a bit of work with both of them, so that was yeah. a good game for us because we yeah. we got a connection with a few of the players. Anyways, that's the segment wrap up from last week. <laughs> it's time for the most important segment of this podcast. Sorry, Kate and McDonald. Not as important as this segment. Oh, Sorry, fe- uh, feedback. Not as important as the segment. Sorry, Will. Sorry, Shrey. This is yeah. the world famous. Oh no! Checkers, check out. Ah, uh, sting it. Shit. All right, with spoons last in. week we had spoons. This week I brought the spoons back. I washed them this time. Last week they weren't washed because someone had done dishes. Don't worry, came prepared. Got here a little bit earlier. Did some washing. Why did a, f- are did a few of the washed? dishes in the sink as well. I don't know whose coffee cups they were, but yeah. I've done them for you. I'm saying they're gauzes. So take a spoon. Take a spoon. This I use. This spoon is warm. I ate food with this spoon. This spoon is uh, really warm. All right, I've got it in the tea towel, so you can't oh, see it. What no. do you reckon is in here? Can uh, I grab no, 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 it? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I know what it is. You go first. I don't know what it is. I can't get the shape. It's a snake. It's a live no. snake. It's it's snake and marble. It looks a bit chunky. I know what it is. It's two fruit cups. <laughs> My fruit cups. <laughs> Do not. It's two not your fruit cups. cups. It's two fruit cups. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, it looks like a chicken drumstick, like a massive, <laughs> a massive Someone's one. really hungry. But <laughs> the spoons would not help. I think it's two fruit cups or it's a yogurt or something in a small plastic round cup. All right. Well, we were meant to film with the Lambros this morning um, and unfortunately it was raining. It was heavy rain in Melbourne. So yep. we postponed the video. We will be collaborating with them soon in the future. And they might even feature on the podcast. Uh, we had YouTube sensation, Caden McDonald. He's been around forever in the, the industry. He's uh, got arthritis. That's how long he's been doing YouTube. But the Lambros <laughs> boys are new on the scene. Yeah. So I thought an ode to them. Dossie's a bit of like a 1999 Ford Falcon. I'd bring Falcon. out the Bee Juice. Oh, honey. The honey. They, uh, they've started these game day vlogs. They play pretty good level footy. Yeah. And one of them made team of the year. Yeah, it was Lachlan. Lachlan Lock, Lamble. Lockie, He was on the wing team of the year. And there was a few notable names on the bench of that team of the year. I think Billy Smets on the on the... Bencher is a former AFL player. Yeah, Billy Smets. There was a few. There was a. I believe there was an ex Melbourne player, but I've got a. Oh, couldn't be. We're having um, some trouble opening this, but I figured that was a very. Uh, not fun there. fact: I ha- have never had like honey by itself before. Oh, right. um, I often get honey in my coffees, so uh, as a bit of a uh, healthy, I turn to the sugar because I'm. As a big fella, I'm trying to slim down a little bit. So, uh, so basically, in their game day vlogs, what they say is the go. What they do every week, we. Pre-game, chocolate donut, chocolate milk, maybe Bound a bun me, maybe a hot dog, maybe a sausage roll, maybe KFC. Mm. Them in KFC's their pre-game videos, one. they swear by having a spoonful of honey, yeah, which they've named bee juice. I'm not, I have not sure of the scientific reasons behind it, but if it's, good, know, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. Year eleven nutrition, they did say a good meal to have before footy or sport is honey and bananas in a smoothie because you get the milk. Mm. a little bit of milk or you can have water um, the banana and honey apparently it's got all the things you need so honey you're not going to make you feel a bit crook before a game because it's pretty natural you guys fill fill up your spoons fill up your spoons as much as they'll go we were expecting this bottle like I'm going to poison him I've just taken the the wrapping off it there's no poison I was just trying to read the healthy benefits so we could trying to read the ingredients because the ingredients list is one honey (laughs) two nothing else <laughs> it does. It does say. Fill it up. You it, fill it right it up. It does say on the ingredients, pure honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be dangerous. Sorry, Kane. I'll get it Jeez. away from my laptop. Anyways, what I'm hoping is you have these spoons, 
and then maybe later tonight we might go down to the tennis course maybe we might go to might play some mini golf oh no it's dripping it's dripping oh, shit. <laughs> oh. sorry um, I, I can't <laughs> and it might, it might get you up and about it might get you going and oh it's going the other way now <laughs> <laughs> quickly tuck in three, two, one. alright there's your bee juice well I can't imagine it's too bad I mean it's not the worst thing I've ever brought in okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all. Um, I'm a big honey man. Always had on my toes. It's all natural. It's pretty common occurrence. There's I'm nothing a, too I'm out of the box. I'm a big fan of with my wheat beaks because I, I warm it up. I put a bit of honey on it. Well, you have honey it, in your coffee. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just thought as a bit of an ode to some up and coming YouTubers, the Lambros, I'd I'd mm. experiment with their bee juice. Well, so well, but fantastic. Wait. It's going to be a ten out of ten. It's ten a, out of ten for sure. I don't know if Will's copping the ten out of ten because he got it all over his hands and mm. luckily not his laptop. But, mm. but thoughts, yeah. thoughts, Will. Yeah, I've I've never had honey before. That was like, <laughs> how old are you? Never, Four like, years old. It's like it's like um when you yeah. uh, when you're a kid and your mum or something. You what? Oh, I've never had that before. Mm. What does it taste like? <laughs> oh, it looks really yummy. Well, when like when you when it's in the pantry, like I don't have it on my toast or anything. So oh, just I've never yeah. indulged enough. in it. Fair so, We've just taken Will's honey virginity. Yeah, uh, I'd oh, probably um, oh, that's a bit I'd <laughs> probably give it like a, a bag. yeah eight out of ten. I'd, it is an eight because I got it all over my hands. And <laughs> that was more of a user issue Boom. than the product issue, I think. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Okay, sorry. Right. Anyways, that's Shaker Shakeout done for this week. What do we got coming up this week, Shrey? We're going to Hobart and also Adelaide, Ooh. but Ho- Hobart. Hobart. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go play for the Hurricanes. No, but we're going. Should we? Should well, we yeah, we can do it. We can yeah, we're, we're going to Hobart. We are going to Hobart on Wednesday morning, is it? Yep. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to open up a JD Sports store. You got the Thursday. keys. Yep, I got the keys. You cut the ribbon. I'm the manager. I'm the owner. I'm the CEO. With um, how much money I'm, in your bank I'm account? I'm the realtor. I'm, I work behind the register. I make sure all the shoes are made. I do everything. Well, we're going to Hobart Wednesday and Thursday, and then on Friday, Will, where are we heading? We're going to Adelaide. Yeah, we're we back, said baby. It just Adelaide. before, but we're going to go watch the Adelaide Fire play. Yep. Uh, they play on Saturday night this week, and we'll be down there. Yep. I've heard they've got a milk sponsor for us this week oh. for the Greek for the game. Um, well, they've, they've teed one a special sponsor up for the game just Love for us. That. So it'll be chalky milk, and then um, we and are then, back in. Then, then we'll be back in Melbourne next week for our podcast. But, we but we're going to go to the hockey. We're going to do some videos with Sarah Claxton, hopefully. Yeah, lovely. And a few other hockey roo players. Will, please stop doing that face. It's really That's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I'm licking the but, honey um, out of my hands. I think Will's going to meet my mum and my parents. Yeah, Will's coming. Cameraman Will, we got him a gig. Anyways, that yeah, should wrap up I'm this out. episode. Quite a good, long episode, but I'm doing the outro. I feel like there's some good content in it with Caden coming on, um, and Trey. Hand pass over to you. Wrap Take us, us up. out. Thank you for listening again. Make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify and ring the bell so you get notification when we post the podcast. And just also rate us five stars wherever you get your podcast anyway. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.